I've been with She Academy since its culmination. Um, I was a ninth grader in a bio AP biology class. I was the youngest kid there, and I wasn't talking to a lot of people. Um, I stayed to myself, and I just did my work. But She Academy, it helped me to come out of my shell, if that makes sense. I was the youngest in a higher level class, so I wasn't very much involved with everyone, but through She Academy, I was able to gain new friends, gain new support, and create, gain a family. Um, she Academy has really changed my life and who I am. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Healthy Happy Hour here, brought to you by Neighborhood Medical Center. I am Joseph Ward, and I am delighted, as always, to bring you another episode of Healthy Happy Hour. Remember, you can learn more about Neighborhood Medical Center at our parent website at www.neighborhoodmedicalcenter.org. You can learn more about our podcast, Healthy Happy Hour, as well as Mind Your Body and Soul, on our podcast website, which is www.nmcpodcast.com. Our podcasts are also available on Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and also our Neighborhood Medical Center YouTube channel, which you are on now. So make sure you subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, and put a comment in the comment section because that helps the algorithm and help more people see the information that we have available for our community. So go ahead and do us a favor and do your community favor and let's get this information out and make it available for our people. So Healthy Happy Hour, this is a platform that actually I don't even know who created this platform. Healthy Happy Hour was created by somebody a while ago, but the, the goal of the platform is to have um, different community agencies or different people throughout the community who are resources in our community come and present to our community about their organizations or what they're doing in our community. And this ep episode is no exception. We have a lovely young lady, a wonderful young lady who is using her resources to help make our community better. So she is the founder, CEO, the person in charge of the She Academy. So she goes by Miss Quay. I like that too. So she goes by Miss Quay. Shaquaylin Cedric is the, the founder of the She Academy. And this is an organization, it's a mentorship organization for young ladies within our community. And an organization like that is so important. So I met her at a community event a couple months ago. And she was setting up a table, wanted to make sure we help everybody get set up. So we, we both started talking. And she started telling me about her organization. I was like, hey, I like that. Organizations like this, in my opinion, need to exist. We need to have mentorship organizations. We need to have something cl as close to rites of passage as possible so we can make sure that the lessons that we have as adults we're passing down to our youth so our youth can continue these lessons and these cultural traits and help to make our communities better rather than our communities getting worse and this young lady is putting her time resources her effort and her love into making sure that young ladies generations of young ladies have a brighter future so once again y'all put your hands together for me shaquaylin cetera hey 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 Hey, you you made me sound really good. Hey, you you are good out here. You out here doing <laughs> your thing. You. <laughs> yes, so 
I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for one, the opportunity and the flowers. It's always nice to have them while we're alive. So I thank you yet again. Um, as he mentioned, I am Shaquaylin Shedrick, the founder and executive director of She Academy. We are a mentoring program here in Tallahassee for teenage girls in middle school and high school. And we are getting ready to celebrate year three. We're turning three and I'm so excited. It's so much happening. Um, so many things, so many events, so many new faces are joining our team, joining our family, joining our community. And it has been a true pleasure. So I want to tell you how I went on Facebook a little bit before this. And today is the day, like, you know, Facebook, they give you those memories. Right. <laughs> so on this day, two years ago in 2020 is when I opened our letter in the mail from the Department of Treasury saying, hey, you guys are now certified 501c3. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like that happened today, two years ago? Congratulations. Okay. So thank you. Um, we, a little bit about our journey. We were founded April 10th, 2019. Uh -huh. And a little bit about me, born and raised in Miami, the oldest of three students, I mean, of three children, came from Miami to Tallahassee to graduate from none other than the illustrious yeah. Florida A&M, okay? <laughs> and uh, my bachelor's was in criminal justice. My minor was psychology. And I worked in my field for a good three and a half years at the state agency. And I'm just like, God, I'm fulfilling the needs of my degree. I know that's why I came to Tallahassee. Uh -huh. But my heart is so... It's just not fulfilled. So God connected me to my purpose and just sitting there meditating at home one day, it dawned on me and I'm like, whoa, hold on. This is heavy. What are you talking about? And, you know, the first of anyone in my family to truly walk away from, you know, what I thought was going to be my career, the place right. that I thought I would retire from. I just took that leap of faith and I said, hey, got to do it. It has to be done, you know? And so I have no birth babies, but these girls in our program have been my children and I love them with every inch of my soul. And it's been a beautiful journey to watch the girls who came right. in with us, you know, like this year just got emotional this morning. I'm like, dang, my baby is getting ready to graduate. And I mean, my baby who started with me from her ninth grade year, wow. and she's now a senior graduating. I mean, receiving full ride scholarship. That's great. That's so, great. you know, you build these relationships with them, you build relationships with their families. And it's just like, wow. Okay, this is more than what I asked for. You know, I asked for purpose mm -hmm. and your, you know, your connected heartstrings. And so I know I went on a rant. I know I went on a tangent. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but um, we operate on the school calendar. And by that, I mean in the fall and the spring, the students are in school. So we have our after school program, which is okay. at our space here, um, 1637 Metropolitan Boulevard, Suite A2 in the back of the building. And that's Monday through Thursday from three to six. So our after school program is happening while they're in school. Right. And when the summer gets here, we have our metamorphosis program, which is a summer transition program. So still keeping them active, you know, mm -hmm. still connecting them with different resources and pulling out things from them to help, you know, build those life skills. And in the middle of all of that, we make it our duty to have one event for the community a month. 
Right. And okay. so we'll host our own event, but then we'd also partner with other organizations, such as, you know, Second Harvest, their event where I met you. Exactly. And we get out in the community. And, you know, from time to time, we love to have our girls join us to show them and educate them on what it means to be humble. You know, right. nothing is easy. Everything that we get, that we receive, that, you know, all those blessings, at some point in life, you had to work for it. And so right. a lot of just involvement. We're always on the go. I think we're always having something to be excited about because we're always busy. And, you know, um, for us, our main thing was making sure as many people knew us as possible. Okay. And now it's happening and now we're being invited here and there and it's like oh hold on we can't double book or triple book in a day or a week but you know the love is definitely there and this is something we wanted to feel getting into year three so yeah 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 and but and like you're saying being able to find that balance but because one thing that, that you you you're gonna have to get ready for is your weekends being taken away from you, what? your time being taken, because especially in Tallahassee, those of us in Tallahassee who are active in the in the city, in the, in the community, we know who's doing what. We know the organizations. And so you're one of the few organizations structured the way you are, one of the few organizations that are tailored toward young girls. So it's not going to take long, especially you're doing good work. So it's not going to take long for the word to get out more about what you're doing. So keep pushing and just get ready. It'd be a little yeah. more busy. I know. I looked at it last week. I'm like, woo, we're a women's history month. And yes. we met each other again at another event. That exactly. week, we had four events that we wow. went to. I said, okay, you know, okay, God, I see what you're doing. I went from having a lot of time to do a lot of admin work, you know, writing and books and emailing yeah. and that. No, we are out, you know. Right. Like you said, be prepared to have your weekend snatch. I think since 2022 started, I have not had a weekend. Yeah. Like my, my vacations are to celebrate my friends and my family. And, you know, these girls, we push them to be active. So, you know, we have to attend their sport events, you know, mm -hmm. their music presentations and just everything that they are. And that's what we love. That's what I love. That's my favorite part about what we bring to the city right. of Tallahassee is being active in their lives, not just at the office, you know, not just in the programs. We are, I'd say unconventional because sometimes we're working on Sundays, you know, yes. like we have yeah. these office hours that you see on Google and on our Facebook page. But ideally, if you don't see us at the office, it's because we're out in the community and we're out at the school or, you know, we're somewhere in place for our students. And right. Yeah, weekends don't exist anymore. <laughs> yes. so, so I am curious. She Academy. So she is an, an acronym. And so how did you come up with the name and what does the acronym stand for? So a very long time ago, and my coworkers can attest to this, it just hit me. Like I literally one day we were just having a conversation and I'm like, I am her and she is me and we are one. And I ran with it. I took it and ran with it. And it pops up in so many places mm -hmm. well before I created She Academy. Um, my last name is Shedrick. And, you know, last names are very important. And yeah. even when I when I 
address my girls. Sometimes I call them by their last name because your last name holds so much weight and significance. And right. so I take pride in my last name, Shedrick. And mm -hmm. I focused on those first three letters because it's who I am, you know? Right. And oh. then I gave them an activity. I was like, you guys, let's see how we want, you know, what do we want it to stand for? And then I had to ask myself, well, what are you genuinely okay. doing? We are, and you'll see it on our brochure. It says sharing, helping, elevating. That is what we do wholeheartedly. But from my heart, my 10 toes, I'm supporting <laughs> her endeavors. And right. that's what it stands for. And we okay. can go on and on and on with, you know, added different phrases. Yeah. But those two mean the absolute most to me because it's what your heart is doing. And then it's what your heart and your feet that's are doing. Right. You know, that 10 toes down. We have a 10 toes down challenge all day, every day. You know, like, what do you really stand for? And supporting her endeavors in every capacity, even outside of yeah. the academy. You know, that's what I've been doing. That's what we promote. And that's just really who we are. Okay. So, okay. So you, you mentioned you have a, you have one of your girls who are graduating this year. She's going to be a senior. She started with you when she was in the ninth grade. So when, when you started, how did you, how did you get started as far as the business aspect, the legal things like, how do you create a nonprofit such as yours? Yeah. Oh my God. I really want to write a book to help people with this because you never know where to start. Um, I had no one to ask other than Google. And, you know, if you're sick and you start asking Google about different, you know, um, get a lot. Right. And so that's what I got. With Google. And I'm just like, OK, focus, 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 focus. What do you really want to know? And so it taught me, like my frustrations taught me how to structure my thoughts and be intentional with my questions, you know. Um, I have OCD. Anyone that knows me knows this. And so I'm always organized. I'm very, very structured. And I, I love a tangible note. So I'll write it me out. Too. And yeah. shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I just... Really, I knew I needed to figure out how to verbalize it because I heard pitch, pitch, you know, you know, yeah. you need to pitch ID, you need to know how to say it, how to do it. And I'm just like, I don't know, like, I use a lot of words. So I had to figure out the what, you know, figure out our who. And I did so much of recreating our mission to make it simple because yeah. when you apply for this, when you go on Sunbiz and you write out your mission, you only have so many characters. Yep. Okay, this is not this is not short enough. Um, so figuring out that mission, you know, going through subbiz, getting that EIN number. Is this yep. what you're talking about? Like those yep. logistics. Yep. Okay. So, you know, figuring out your who, your what, um, you know, getting gathering your board, figuring out what that is and their purpose. Um, so I got our board members to agree, you know, like, oh, okay, I love what you're doing, let's go for it. So we all agreed. I put our information into Sunbiz and we got our EIN number. I'm like, oh, we got an EIN number. I don't even know what an EIN number means. <laughs> you know, I just found it from a video on YouTube. So I said, well, I did this. And I keep a sticky note. Sticky notes are everywhere. So I had my sticky note. I had five things on that list. It was EIN. It was tax ID. Yep. And it was 501c3 confirmation. Um, what was the other thing? Articles of incorporation, mm -hmm. thank you, it was some biz. And so those were the main 
main four things. I know I said five, I can't remember because that was a long time ago and I've had right. so many sticky notes since <laughs> then. But in getting that, you know, I I learned, okay, this is the process. And oh my God, so many things have just come and gone. I can't even tell you. Outside of making sure we had our credentials, everything mm -hmm. else was like, okay, I need to build an email. You know, people need to know how to reach me. Have six email accounts. So to me anyone too. watching <laughs> who I who I owe a response to, I'm coming, I promise. <laughs> um, but you know, figuring out your communication, social media is important. So okay, oh, we need this platform, we need that platform. You need a website, you know, you need this, you need that. All of these things I created on my own. And right. like a, I don't even know, a crazy person who lacked boundaries, I tried to manage it all by myself. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I, 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 I feel, and I wanted, I, I asked that and I wanted you, and you, beautiful answer, beautiful Thank answer, you. because I've, I have a couple businesses myself. I've, I've gone through those processes. I understand what that's like. And then I work for a nonprofit. So even on my personal side and my professional side, I understand what it's like to have to create and to build, but the paperwork and the, the actual things that go into make it legally possible. And to, so, you, so you can make sure you get your money right and everything is going right. And a lot of times people think about the organization, they think about their vision, but they don't think about the small details. So when you're like me, I'm a very structured person. I'm a very detailed person. I like to be on time. I like to be early out. The last minute stuff, yeah. I, I, you're gonna make me frustrated. Mm -hmm. So um, I appreciate the answer because I want people to understand what it really takes to have an organization and what, what really goes into everything that you do to give back to your community. Because it is more than just waking up with the idea of, hey, I want to help somebody. And you just walk outside and help somebody. Right. It's, a, it's a process to this. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. So, okay. So you built the organization. You say you are uh, attached with the school schedule. So how did you even get involved in schools? How did you get young ladies in, into your organization to get people interested in what you have going on? This is my favorite part. So, and it's my favorite part because it's where I got my first group of girls. Right. So, working at the state, you know, I told you, I'm like, hey, God, not feeling like I'm, you know, living in my purpose. So, I go on Google again and I look up mentoring Tallahassee, just trying to figure out different ways that I can go ahead and do this mentoring thing. And so, what I realized is mentoring is no different than what I've been doing my entire life. Like I said, I'm the oldest of three children, uh -huh. and I have many friends. I self-taught hairstylist at the age of 13. So, you can imagine when you sit in that chair, the conversations that we have, the amount right. of therapy that's you know that's taking place. So, I fast forward to applying to become a mentor on Leon County Schools website, and they. Um, I ended up being assigned to records. So go to records and I meet with the person who's who's over that, you know, mm -hmm. that stuff. And I can't remember her name, Lord. She was such a sweetheart to me too. Uh, I think she retired, but I meet with her and I tell her, you know, this is my interest. On that form, it says you can only meet with one student one hour, one day a week. I'm like, this is not mentoring. Right. 
Like, this is not mentoring. What's going on? So, you know, I tell her what I'm interested in. I'm looking for a group of girls who I can motivate and, you know, inspire. I don't get paid for this. This doesn't change their grade. So she takes me to Mr. McBride's class. And at that time, Mr. McBride was a science teacher. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are certain labels that go around the school for certain students in the classrooms. And yep. that's where they place me. So, oh, sorry. You, can you hear that? Yeah, it's all right. Real life be happening. Okay. Let me put these on Do Not Disturb or Airplane Mode. Um, sorry about that. So they put me in Mr. McBride's class and um, he gets me a group of girls and I tell them, I'm like, hey, ladies, this is who I am. You know, I'm coming in my work clothes because of, before I go to work and I sat in and I watched them on the first day and on my second day, which was the following week, I go back to let them know, you know, hey, this is who I am. This is what, you know, I'm interested in doing. You guys, this doesn't change your grade. Your participation is just, you know, for the sake of your own greater gain. And so I gave them the opportunity. Do you want to stay or do you want to go back out? They stayed. I'm like, okay. So I'm glad I was prepared. And, you know, I we just do an icebreakers, you know, just having regular conversations uh-huh. because that's really what it's about. We want to hear their voice. We want them to know and understand that their voice has value. And right. so we have conversations. And on day two, I was like, huh, okay, they are building friendships on day three. I had to teach them what decor meant because they were unstoppable. And the reason that I say this is my favorite story to tell is because these girls have been in the same classroom for the first half of the year. I met right. them in January or February, one of those, they, they merged, but they have been in class the semester before. Mm-hmm. They had never, ever, ever, ever spoken to each other until I got them in that group. Exactly. That's what I said. They were in the same class. And, you know, with students, that peer pressure of, oh, I don't want to raise my hand. I don't want to answer. I don't want to this. I don't want to that. They never spoke to each other. So on day three, you know, we're building or maybe from day one, you know, when they finally hear what each other sound like, it's like, oh, you know, she's pretty cool. So they start talking, you know, they're walking to class together. They realize, oh, we have a few classes together, you know, so they build these bonds. And I'm like, okay, day three decorum. Hey, ladies, like, you know, let's let's bring it down. And that's why I met them. And, you know, I gave them an activity of we introduce community service. Mm-hmm. So I tell them, you know, um, find something that you guys are interested in. I'm not here to tell you what to do. They decided, Miss Quay, we want to go to Miracle Hill. I'm like, Miracle Hill? I've never heard of it. So I have to call. I talked to, uh, yeah. I think it was Miss Paula at the time. And she um it's a nursing home so miracle Hill nursing home is something that they wanted to do and we actually chose that place as our home for the next two to three months i believe they volunteered um twice a week painting fingernails reading stories you know making them gift baskets all kinds of things but that's how just googling mentoring tallahassee oh that's good that's good. Yeah, because it can be a challenge getting into the school system or getting into certain programs to be able to work with children, but you have to be relentless and have your strategies together. Absolutely. And so, okay, young girls who become a part of She Academy, what can they expect as far as being a, a young lady in the, in the organization? 
So they definitely walk into a sisterhood. Um, you have some girls who are the only child uh-huh. and have no idea what it's like to have a sibling, have an older or younger sibling. And so they come into this sisterhood and they they find their own way. You know, right. they start branching out. If you're an introvert at some point along your journey, you will become an extrovert or meet right in the middle. And right. if you are an extrovert, you gain that leadership experience. You know, you start leading conversations and, you know, just guiding everyone else. And outside of that, they're all being mentored, you know, by our staff. And so we like to expose them to all of the different resources that we know to be available mm-hmm. in Tallahassee. In the moment we learn about more, you know, we tell them about these opportunities. So in March, you know, we were invited to... Um, FSU's Women in Leadership Conference. Our girls okay. were the youngest ladies in that room. Okay. They were the youngest girls in that room. They were inspired. They had books. You know, they're looking at authors. They're looking at female authors here in Tallahassee that either do or don't look like them, but sound just like them. You know, with yeah. that, that drive and that motivation to want to do, to want to be, and you know, actually becoming. So. We expose them to different opportunities, you know, that either pique the interest of their professional careers or their personal careers. Right. Right. Yeah. You make me think about two things. Um, oh. Women, I think it's the Women Wednesdays uh, in conjunction with the with the any with the nonprofit sex sector. After I send you the information, I'm going to find okay. that and send it. But also you talked about um, authors. Are you familiar with the Tallahassee Authors Network? No. Okay, so the Tallahassee Authors Network, it was created by a lady, awesome lady, Miss Barbara Jo Williams, a black woman here in Tallahassee who makes a, she owns her own publishing company, Armani Publishing, and she's, I think she's published over 30 books. She's an editor. She's amazing with the books. She'll be, the it's the Tallahassee Authors Network, that organization is free to join. Um, so I definitely get you in contact with her because these are, I'm a part of that as well. So these are authors who are here in the city who your, your young ladies have access to. That's where it is. So, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm, so I'm looking at your website. I've been looking at your website all week and I, I like the colors and everything. And uh, you just smiling all over the place. I like that. But I'm looking at the, the benefits and I, I love that you have the benefits of being a part of the organization. And the first thing is, you have an accountability partner, which is important. But then you talk about character building. I think those two are critical, especially in these days and times where social media is, YouTube and all these things, these are the biggest influences or these influencers are the biggest influences. So in in a time like this where you have social media, people all on their phones, you, you got these kids have messages coming at all these places. How were you able to really implement accountability and character in the young ladies in a time like this? So every time we get together, okay. for the for the most part, um, all their phones are in my purse. Good. And they do it happily. You know, it's not, oh, Miss Clay, I don't want to. No, they understand that in this moment, you are present. You know, we have limited time here on earth and here in this moment as well. Mm-hmm. And I want you present. I don't want you missing the mark on anything. And so, number one, phones are in my purse, in my office, somewhere out of there, you know, out of hindsight for them. Um, 
And then secondly, you know, the conversations that we have, I listen to them. And based on what you experienced on a Monday, if things hadn't gotten better by Wednesday, after the few conversations that we had, just one-on-one, now as a team, we do that group mentoring. So everyone, and ideally, you know, you want to give students privacy. You want to give them that freedom to, hey, Miss Miss Quay, this is what's going on, not Miss Quay and everyone else. Because confident, you know, you have to be confident sometimes talking about hard subjects. And so you give them that safe space. And the moment they feel it, and it's like you have that trustworthy environment for them, oh, it's endless. And on day one, we had a student come in, and she's just like, oh, my God. She went to writing on all of our whiteboards. I love She Academy. She Academy is my home. I'm never leaving She Academy. And she talks about it nonstop. So That's great. They use each other, you know, that sisterhood. Your sisters are your accountability partners. And sometimes they talk to each other far more than they talk to me. And I'm their mentor, you know? And it makes me happy because I'm like, you know, I'm in meetings all day and I'm busy and I love to give everyone my undivided attention. So just putting my phone in airplane mode, I saw how much I've missed in such a short amount of time. And so they have that relationship with each other where it's nothing that I even have to teach. You know, uh-huh. I do it with them individually and they watch each other's response. And so they pick it up subconsciously like, okay, well, Miss Quake, you know, she's not able to do it, then I'm going to do it. So right. if you do your homework, hey, did you remember to bring this? Can you remember to bring that? They do it with each other. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now that's, that's amazing because they, like you say, they see themselves as a unit now and they want to make sure yeah. everybody succeeds. So that's amazing. But, okay, so you also have of course, a big thing that we really need in our community is just financial literacy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and, and I, I say this, uh, January, was January or February, CNBC put out a report about the the wealth, especially of our community, Black America, the wealth of Black America. So, so our, and I don't, I don't like this word, but our spending power increased, but our net worth decreased by 14%. And this is in a time where we know 2020, 2021, everybody's financial literacy is, is, a, is a, I guess, a war call. Everybody's talking okay. about investing and all these things. So how are you able to make sure the young ladies are getting proper financial literacy lessons in a time where you got all these messages going on, but in reality, we just lost 14% of our work. Right. So financial literacy came about our very first year um, when the girls got out of school. And I didn't really know what program development meant. I mean, I just really want to keep them active. So right. use campus and I'm calling our banker. I'm like, hey, Chad, can you come out here and help me teach financial literacy to the girls? And we we teach them, you know, so right. it's something that we focus on mainly. Yeah, in the summer, but we have those conversations as they're in school because the students, you know, like you said, they're on social media and they they want to work, but they don't know how they want to spend the money. So we talk a lot about interest. For me, financial literacy begins with what is the most appealing to you? You know, like what's happening internally that's making you want to make these choices. So right. do you really want those shoes because this is what you love or, you know, because you see mm-hmm. it on social media. So I try to gain control of, not control, but help them understand their thoughts first. Yeah. And then, you know, we bring in 
that outside reinforcement to teach them about checks and balances, you know, what you need to open up your bank account. And then we do budgeting, you know, that year um, we fundraised, we did car washes. We were on the side of the road holding up posters and we got, I told them, Hey, you have $50 and we are going to do a, um, a lunch drive. So we came every year for my birthday. I'm always doing something for the community. And so we cooked, we made spaghetti trays. We had cases of water and, you know, we had to purchase all of those items. So the financial literacy point came back into play where I had, I gave them a budget and I said, make your grocery list. Let me know what items you need. Let's look up the prices. Let's look at newspaper ads and see who has a sale. Where do we get the most bang for our book? What ingredients do we need? You know, all of that. And so that's why I said we focus here first, because once you figure out what you want to spend or what you want to purchase, now you know how to spend or how to buy. Right. So we apply that same thing here in today's society. They're so comfortable wearing loungewear to school and, you know, at home virtually. So we're not even looking at that. Okay. Then we trigger over the food, you know? So are we eating, you know, are we spending all of our money on food, which Mm -hmm. then brings in that positive reinforcement for healthy eating. So financial literacy, it, it connects. It's like the, the bulk of, everything that we're doing because you have mental health, you have eating habits, you have stressors, you have anxiety, you have all these things that go back to how you're spending your money. So. That's good. That's good. And uh, another one that I'm big on. So since I work in HIV AIDS and self-esteem, the way you see yourself, the way you think about yourself, the way you, uh, think others view yourself the way you treat yourself all those different things because I know in this world of HIV AIDS person with low self-esteem you put yourself at risk for contracting a lot of different STIs but you're you're de- like I said dealing with young impressionable young ladies in 2022 in the social media era everybody's an influencer then you have the music we know what type of music is being put out um, I hate um, because I'm a hip hop head, so I know that there are a lot of positive women who are putting out rap music and just music, period. But that's not the popular music. So we know right. the popular music that they're exposed to. So is it a challenge helping to build their self esteem or helping to maintain their self esteem when you have so many these challenges? You got the BBLs over here, you got this, 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 and this. So you have young, impressionable girls. Is it challenging to help them? really build their self-esteem based off of what's inside of them and not things that the the world is just throwing at them? I say yes and no. Um, And yes and no, because I have encountered a few challenges. Um, Nonetheless, we made it on the other side. Definitely a process, which is everything in life, you know? Um, One of the things that I love about the after-school program is that we will meet musically inclined. I can't sing. Okay. I'm going to just go ahead and put it out there. So nobody has to say it. I cannot, well, I can sing. I just don't sound the best. When hey, I sing. You can join my singing group. Cause don't none of us sound good. Listen, so we, we together. Count me in. <laughs> but I say that because in the after school program, I always ask them, all right, ladies, give me an artist. Give me yes. a genre. Who are we listening to? I let yes. them choose their music. And they already know. 
we don't have to listen to gospel but what we're not gonna do is anything crazy and right. i mean scissor you know janae Ico, and even during COVID, you know we used to put um put out different playlists based on uh -huh. the things that we love so sometimes you have a mix of country you have a mix of gospel you have some good r&b and even a few hip-hop songs but i let them choose and you know you use the word impressionable and okay. because they are so impressionable okay. i noticed that they adapt to their environment so yes. when you walk into our space shoulders down you know you feel at home you feel safe and so that is what they get and even on the car rides most of the time i turn the music off our favorite thing is to turn the music up loud drop the windows and let our hair blow but at majority of the time the music is down and we're yeah. talking you know because okay, that we have to talk we have to communicate right. but don't get me wrong i will throw a good hip-hop holy playlist on yeah <laughs> okay with the music i mean with the no windows down. right but it's music, you know, it's all of what they're pouring into themselves. And so sometimes I play a podcast and they're like, oh, Miss Quay, I like that. And they download right. podcasts. Right. So, you know, you are what you pour back into yourself. And yep. that's everything that they listen to outside of me in our office space. Oh, and so right. it's always, we have mirrors oh. everywhere. We have mirrors <laughs> everywhere. And affirmations are everywhere. Okay. Since I was in middle school or high school, I'm greeting women and people I don't know. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning, beautiful. Hello, my love. You know, and it's just contagious. You know, it is a energy that pops onto them and they carry it. And so when they have that example right in front of them and because they're so eager to learn from you, they try their hardest to, you know, to match it and right. not saying you know losing oh, who they are to try and be like me or any anyone else yeah. but they have a great example in addition to their parents you know so right, right. that's okay maybe she'll read i don't know if i answered the question or not. yeah no you did you did um because even my growing up my mom i don't know where she got the information from but she she used to put sticky notes all around the house in the bathroom yeah. Just anywhere where you have no choice but to see, but it'll be right. sayings, affirmations, mantras, laws of nature, just different things to um, help us think better on a, on a higher level. So I see now that how that affected my thinking because you talked about the environment and that's so true, but you also have high expectations for them. Right. And because you have high expectations for them, they have high expectations for themselves and then you know, when you when you are achieving, even even though it's a small step, when you I know Monday I was here, but Wednesday I'm here. What make you feel good about you? Mm -hmm. like, hold on, hold on, yeah, I can get a little further. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but but I, I I love that you're pouring that to the young ladies, but also helping them make learn how to make the best choices for themselves and be accountable for their choices. Be because like the music thing, go find good music. Mm -hmm. not hard that, that also helped their research skills because you know can't nobody just tell you anything either right prove it go look it up right yeah, that's that's great that is that is great so coming from coming from miami and you and you get to tallahassee and have all these lessons that you came up here with we got the lessons that you 
uh, brought from FAMU as well. But the transition from you being a, a young girl from Miami to becoming a, 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 a woman in Tallahassee, how was that transition from you? And what about, what lessons did, do you have from your journey that you impart on young ladies? Oh my God, it was so beautiful. <laughs> and I say that because I have been surrounded by nothing other than supportive women. You know, from my teachers to my guidance counselors, beginning with my mom, my aunts, my godmom, like the women in my life have always been supportive, super women without cape, you know? And so when I came to FAMU, it was no different. It was no different. Um, I came here perm. So let me start there. I had a perm and uh -huh. I lived in Patty Foot. And in that okay. dorm room, I would apply my perm because uh -huh. I knew how to. And I was in my speech class. Um, it was a speech class on campus. And one of my classmates, she took her, her presentation. We all took our presentations pretty seriously. But for her, she focused on natural, just being natural. Right. And so she poured out so much information. And I was like, this. I'm like, wow. I had no idea, you mm -hmm. know? I had no idea the damaging, the chemicals, the the business mindset behind all of it. And so right. from there, I said, okay, natural lifestyle, I want it. And that goes beyond hair. You know, it's about right. the things that you eat. It's about what you pour into your body. I've always been a water girl. I'm not uh -huh. a fan of juice or soda. And so when I talk to people about being natural from a standpoint of being a hairstylist, you know, they're like, oh, my hair is not growing. It's breaking off. It's this and it's that. And I'm like, what are you pouring into your body? Right. Because at the end of the day, you are a plant. And so you have to feed it. You have to give it its nutrients, its water, all of that. And that same mindset I applied all throughout Tallahassee. So from the capacity of what am I doing for fun? Who am I hanging out with? You know, what am I looking to learn from mm -hmm. this situation in general? Um, those habits, they started turning themselves into routine. And don't get me wrong, I have made many mistakes, you know, in friendships and just being in college. Right. But nonetheless, I've learned that you get what you work for and yep. not what you wish for. Right. And so I am used to losing sleep. And by this, I mean, I'll get off from work at 9 p.m. I'll have someone at my house 9.30 ready to get their hair done. We're going up until 12 or 1 o'clock. Okay, we finished. Now it's 5 a.m. Now it's my 5 a.m. hair appointment. And we go until I have to be to work at 11. And then I get off at 9 and I do it again. And I do it again and I do it again until it's time to rest. And so, again, you get what you work for, not what you wish for. And yep. I have many people. Quay, you crazy. I met my goal. Uh -huh. Right. I met right. my goal. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. And... That it that itself, that is my daily mantra. I have to remind myself and everyone, and that's one of the quotes that we have around She Academy. You get what you work for and not what you wish for. And that can be, I can go on and on and on with different examples and stories about what I mean by that. But that is genuinely the one thing that I love because I saw the women in my life working to get to the places that they are. And the same thing with my teachers, my classmates, you know, I watch them, and from that, I'm like, oh, okay, so you really can't wish. You know, you really can't keep talking about it. You have to do something right. about it. 
And that right. was my thing. Like, I'm from Miami, and I know, you know, the parts that I'm from, I know what, you know, what we look like and the things that we do. Mm-hmm. So when I got up here, I'm just looking, and I see girls in, in shorts, like short shorts and long V-neck cuts, and I'm tired of talking about it. So let's go ahead and do something about it. And I'm not sure if we add problem solving it is on there. That's my next thing, you know. Problem solve. We can't yeah. keep dwelling, you know. We can't keep talking about the issue. Let's go ahead and get some action behind it. So, yeah. See, I love, I love you, man. You think thank like, you. I it's love, mutual, and I you know that's how we connected at the right. first event. Yeah. Right. No, because because it's 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 almost like you was you in my mind because a friend and I were having a conversation similar to this last night, and it's almost like you in my mind just saying everything I was saying because. <laughs> You know, coming to a realization in life that where you are in life is an accumulation of the decisions and the choices that you made, the actions that you made. And if you're not where you want to be, then you have to make different moves, make different choices, think different, do different, make sacrifices, all those different things. And but but I love that you said it's about the the actions that you make. It's about completing things. It's about getting stuff done because. You know we're we're still in this manifestation thing, and yes, I, I, it's real. I'm here but for it. I want you to visualize. Yeah. I want you to see yourself doing it, but I also want you to understand that if you don't take that first step to make it happen, then it won't happen. See, because it's like it's funny, but it's like the movie, um, the the scene in the movie Waterboy, when he told him to visualize and attack and i try to get people to understand he didn't just tell them just to visualize he said visualize and attack means you have to take action after you visualize you can do your vision board you can set your goals you can do all these things but these are steps to what you're going to take and you have to take that first step and i'm glad that you understand and you are pouring that to these young ladies because now i know well we all know that these young ladies are gonna be are gonna be some awesome young ladies are gonna be productive people that um our community can count on because Miss Quay. So, yeah, healthy yeah. habits and routines, man. Healthy habits and routines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, we're gonna be friends. Huh? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's that's good. That structure. Because I'm all about structure. I'm all about making sure you get stuff done and just. Just doing what you have to do to make life easier. I don't need to make life harder than what it is. So let's get it done and make it happen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So now this is I, I I appreciate everything that you're doing and and your your staff as well because you have uh, board members as well and other people who help with the organization. So I want to give a shout out to all those. Major all shout out to them. I'm nothing without my team. I'm right. nothing without them. So, oh my god. So how, so real quick, how does your team, could tell the people, team work is important, but explain to people how your team helps uh, the organization and how your team helps in success with you and the young ladies. So one of the things that are not listed on our website is our in-house internships that we offer. I'm nothing without them, so I start with them first. we have our our interns okay. that manage all of our social media who makes the website okay. and the social okay. media platforms as beautiful as everyone sees it today and so we have these meetings we have non-stop meetings you have an internship you have your marketing team you have mm-hmm. your board of your executive board 
you have your board of directors and your board of trustees. And we're actively still rebuilding and reshaping our board of directors because we know in a local board, they need to be a supportive, you know, right. they're very active. And not right. saying that our board isn't, we're just adding more value to it. And so because our capacity, you know, we're, we're in a different space. And so we need more people to avoid burnout. They help me with everything. Like mm -hmm. at one point in time, I lack boundaries, which is why I'm so big on teaching it now. And, you know, they, they reinforce boundaries, you know, Hey, let's, let's add some structure. I thought right. I was structured. They were like, yeah, you're a little too structured and you're a little too available. And right. so, you know, they helped me in all of the decision-making um, people think, oh, you're the founder, you're the executive director. So it's what you, mm, mm. Right, it's that no, this is a part of, but this is about being a part of a team right. and I'm nothing without them. So that program that we have, you know, our team plays a major role in how that looks, how long, you know, the timeline, the amount that we, the fees that we add to it, you know, just everything that comes into play with building those connections. And sometimes you'll see me by myself a lot, mm -hmm. but that's because this is a full-time thing for me. Everyone else on our team, they're pretty much part-time. You know, everyone has a, a regular job. Right. She Academy is my regular job. So right. you know, I have the most availability. Um, but nonetheless, they show up when needed. You know, you'll see them at our events. They are our nonstop. That's our heartbeat. You know, uh -huh. and they start out, these are these are my friends. Let's right. be honest. These are my friends that have been along my journey since I've made it to Tallahassee and maybe even before Tallahassee. Right. And, you know, they believed in me so much so that it's like, all right, Quay, I don't, I don't know how to do this, but you know, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna Which, help you. Yeah. And that is what, that is what got me to where I am today. Like that genuine, unconditional love, staying up to two and three o'clock in the morning with me, I mean, hearing me talk about the same thing over and over and over, really letting me be me in a new capacity, you know? But now we shift gears to where it's like, okay, now we we made it this far. Now yeah. let's add more value, you know? So I'll be honest with everyone. You know, if you are interested in loving the work that we're doing and being involved in many ways, and you know, if at any point throughout read i mean watching us you know have this conversation if you are interested in you know maybe learning a little bit more and even interested about becoming a board member i encourage you to reach out to us you know we are currently actively looking we have a family and we want to make sure that we have the right people on our team who are helping us you know further our mission and right. increase our value in the community um, my experience here in tallahassee I don't really like to dwell on it, but I also don't like to ignore the fact that it was not too welcoming, you know, for those who have been here. And you know what I'm talking about. I don't yep. know if I can talk about it on the air now. I got, I, I, I got, I get you know, what you're saying. There is a climate in Tallahassee, or I'll say was, because mm -hmm. God has blessed me in such a way in 2022 where He has exposed me to so many women that want to see us win. Right. And, you know, we're building those relationships and we're having these conversations and and we're, our team is coming. You know, our team is here, but our team is also coming. We have so much diversity on our board from gender to race and just interest in general, you know, specialties. And whew, yeah, nothing has even been made official, but they have been working like 
crazy. crazy. We've had three different committees form in the last three months of 2022. So that goes to tell you um, outside of the faces you don't see on our website just yet, we're working, you know? Right. Look, so you already know with me, I teach life skills. I do safe sex classes. I do black history. Let me know when you need me. Absolutely. Um, we got these resources here at Neighborhood Medical Center. Let me know when you need us. I'm over outreach. You already, yes. yes. <laughs> I already told you, yes. Because um, I want to I wanna make sure that um, I help you as much as possible. I'm, that, I'm just that type of person. So you tell me, I'm the friend. You tell me your goal. I'm gonna be at you every day. So where we at with this goal? Right. You know, so that that's me. But you also bring in value to my city. So I like to tell everybody as a native Tallahassee, to anybody who's taking that time out to bring value to my city and the people in my city, I thank you. I honor you because you don't have to do it, but you do, but you you have it in your heart to make sure that these young people, especially these young ladies, have a better future. And can't thank you enough. Is because you don't have to do it. But you're doing, you're putting your time and your resources. So you are loved. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, ma'am. So, where can people find you? Where can people get in contact with you? They see this interview. So, Oprah sees this interview. She said, I love Shaquayla. I'm going to have all my Like <laughs> somebody get in contact. Hey, with Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> we are located off of. Thomasville and Metropolitan, so 1637 Metropolitan Boulevard, Suite A2 in the very back. That is our physical location here in Tallahassee. Our um, social media, all of our social media handles are, it is She Academy Inc. S-H-E-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y-I-N-C. And our website is www.sheacademyinc.com. I have something else that I wanted to throw on here. Oh, and I, those platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube, um, all of those platforms. And during Founders Week. So Founders Week is April 10th, and we are celebrating all week long about turning three. And so April 14th is our scholarship fundraiser and community luncheon where we will be recognizing the lovely ladies of Tallahassee. Okay. We have six women and one young lady who we're recognizing. Um, LaShawn Gordon, Sika mm -hmm. Rose Green, Kelly Adi, uh, Paloma Rambana, Paula DeBose Johnson, as well as Allison Tan. We'll be recognizing these women for their work that supports and reflects our mission and so if anyone is interested in joining us at that luncheon, feel free to stop by Eventbrite and search She's Evolving. Everything has she in it. So right. S-A-P <laughs> apostrophe S Evolving. And you can purchase your luncheon tickets there. Um, we'll be doing a lot of celebrating. You'll see us out in the community during right. that week because we are happy to be here and, you know, to celebrate and be celebrated. That Monday as well, we'll be at Chipotle on um, Thomasville Road from okay. four to eight. And so that is also a time where you get to see everyone, you know, those who are on our board, who's on our team, who, you know, in our family. And that is April 11th. So okay. all of this will be plastered on our social media and, you know, at our office space. But Right, right. So 
It's a you are you amazing young lady. Thank you. you keep doing what you're doing. We got your back. Just know that we got your back. You need whatever you need. Let me know. If I don't have it, I know somebody who got it. So that's how that's how we do it around here. All right. right. So you in you with you with us now. So you good. So um, but definitely appreciate you once again. Appreciate your staff. Appreciate the young ladies for their willingness to be a part of your organization and to give it that all to make sure that their futures are best. Their parents who are supporting everything that you have going on. Keep doing what you're doing. Your light is shining bright and you are doing um, something very valuable for our community. You are definitely an asset to our community. Shaquayla Shedrick, everybody. Shaquayla Shedrick, she Academy. If you don't know, now you know. All right. And the, the link to her website is in the description of this video. So make sure you scroll down and get the description of this. Because this is this is what we do, making sure everybody has access to the information and resources in our community. And remember, we are available on Anchor, Breaker, Radio Pub, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, as well as this YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. Share this video. You just learned a lot. I know you was inspired. Mm -hmm. So share this video. And make sure as many people see it, comment, and like it. And that's how we do it. Once again, Ms. Shaquayla Shedrick, She Academy Incorporated. And we are out of here. See y'all next time. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.